Hey everybody, this is Thomas Greco. Welcome back to the Artist Showcase series, my show. I'm here as usual. Today we have a really special guest. We're really excited to have her. We have Melanie Decker. She's Canadian-born. Her voice has been described to be like chocolate. You know, I've heard velvet. I've heard silk. <laughs> I've heard whiskey. I've heard leather. Oh, I've heard all kinds of things, but chocolate. And the funny thing is, is that I found her voice quite soothing. And some of the ladies in my life tell me chocolate really soothes them. So I kind of liked that analogy. I thought it was kind of incredible. She's been singing concerts since she was a teen, and she hails from the little artsy town of Deep Cove. <laughs> I love me, Deep Cove. That's a nice place. Welcome, Melanie. Thanks for being with us. Uh, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you. Well, great. So uh, the first song you're going to sing tonight is called Stare at the Rain. Is there anything you'd like to talk about that song? Um, you know, I was going to say there's something missing in this song, and that is that I never got the chance to make a video of it. And uh, oh. I've been singing this song for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the video, I'm going to describe it to you because you can do that with the radio. Mm-hmm. you got to use your own senses. That's right. Is that the video was going to be, uh, the rain was going to be falling, but the falling rain was going to be falling indoors. Okay. So we had come up with a concept that was the concept, and then, okay, now how are we going to do that? So um, we had locations planned and all that sort of thing. The video never got made. Right. That's too long uh, of a story. Um, but that's the vision I have, it's just being everything, the guitar, the singer, the hair. It's raining inside and outside. It's just a beautiful day. Wow. I like that. So The reverse. That's what you got. That's great. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing. And here's the song. Thanks. I try not to tremble when I hear your name. Keep hoping I'm stronger. You won't get me this way. Can't remember why we said goodbye. Photos confuse me. I want to say I don't cry, but I do. All that way 
long Will I get lost in a fog Or keep singing this song Although you might be long gone My ring still on I do If you still look the same, I wonder mm -hmm. I do Wow. My God, that was straight out of Nashville. I'm opening a publishing company. I could pitch that to a thousand women. That's so awesome that you just said that because two things that you just said uh, brought me right back there. One was I recorded that song just after I got back home from Nashville. Mm -hmm. And the second was when I was down in Nashville, uh, I met with a, a, um, a label. Mm -hmm. The name doesn't matter. Sure. And they said... You need to be writing songs for women. Well, you do. I mean, I just—I I swear to God, I'm opening a publishing company, and I'm going to help you get that song to the right people because that was crazy. The lyrics were amazing. Thank you. I'm no, still thinking about the video. Yeah, I'm thinking about that thing too. Raining on the inside, but the outside is sunny. Yeah. Like living in a dismal place. Right, right. All you had to do was open the door. Right. It's right there. Yeah. And you know it's right there. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, the metaphors and analogies in that song blow my mind. Who would be willing to give up a guitar for that? I mean, you'd get pretty destroyed, wouldn't it? Yeah, no kidding. No <laughs> you'd have to be like, dear Craigslist, I'm looking for a beach guitar. It's got to look good, sound good. <laughs> and only have a few holes. Yeah, no doubt. Do no Willie Nelson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Or actually, my guitar, I, it's not here. It's getting, it's getting pretty ratty. But, uh, you know, I wanted to touch on a couple of things. Uh, one thing I wanted to touch on was... Um, your influences when you were when you were a little younger, you know, when you were in your formidable days, learning and this and that. Um, were, were there any people you drew upon? Uh, were there any sort of um, artists that were just sort of like smack in the head? Oh my God, do I love them? Yes, I still feel like I'm in the formidable years. By the way, I actually <laughs> agree with you because I'm still uh, moved and motivated by various artists that, yeah. for me, you know, they yeah. just pop out and they jump out in front of you. I would say I was really moved um, by artists like Cyndi Lauper because yes. she had energy and songs that I felt like I could sing along to. My voice was a lot mm. higher uh, previously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I loved songs like Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yep. And The Police were probably my favorite band okay. just before that because I just couldn't believe that three guys could make such a big sound. Right. So, and um, and my first slow dance was to Every Breath You Take. Yes. So, yes. you know, sometimes it depends on the scene again, that the music, I don't know, when you're introduced to the music, you're, there's a certain scene going on, mm -hmm. and it, it sometimes it can stick. So, 
those were, I mean, those were a few of probably many. Um, and it seemed that all my peers were really listening to a lot of The Who, mm -hmm. The Rolling Stones, um, The Monkees. Yeah. And uh, I joined a band that who were playing uh, were playing that music. So we got to play a couple gigs in high schools and it just became the music I liked because it allowed me to do the things that I liked, which was make music with boys. Very nice. <laughs> very nice, very nice. You know, it's funny you bring up every breath you take, you know, it's like that brings back memories for me too, you know. And and for me, I think about girlfriends when I was younger or you know, not even that young, just a little while ago. And it's songs that stick in my head with the people as opposed to um, things we did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you said your first slow dance. So oh, that, no, it was, it was up there. Yeah, so that yeah. resonated with me for sure. That song came up, the opportunity came up. <laughs> mm -hmm. There you go, there you go. So the next song you're going to sing for us is called Give My Heart a Home. Yeah, I wrote this on the road. Uh, I was a little bit homesick, which mm -hmm. doesn't usually happen to me when I tour, and I tour a lot, and it's I just, ah, just living the dream when I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. So homesick sort of doesn't really become part of it. It's just... If, if anybody asks me, oh, don't you miss your dog and your boyfriend and your mom? I'm like, it's really bad when I say, well, not really. Um, but not really. I'm just, I will, you know, come the day before I'm ready to go home because right. then I'm just ready to go home. <laughs> um, but it just, it was a low point in the tour. I had nothing to do with numbers or music or the band. Just sometimes you run out of whatever that steam is and... Um, I realized that there were a couple of things that were keeping me hanging on, so to speak. Right. And I was also searching for a place that would make me feel whole again. Mm -hmm. And I hate to use sort of a cliche, but yeah. it, I kind of, that's give my heart a home. It came from those ideas. Home. So you drove through the night to surprise me And our hands locked as our feet swayed from the dark Then we fooled around until the sun came up Next you wrote me letters beautifully revealing Patiently waiting and you've gone out on a wing, yeah, you just knocked me over Now I'm like a statue Cause you said I might fall in love with you Deeper than I know how to dive into I'm falling in love with you too See the bottom, just the unknown And I'm not very good at this letting go If I say these words just so Will you give my heart a home? Give my heart a home Give my Singing songs that we love 
As we stare into the fire Oh, whiskey makes me forget The road for a while I'm flirting because I like to Be on stage in front of you It scares me just a little But it's the perfect view Deeper than I know how to dive into I've fallen in love with you too I can't see the bottom, just the unknown I'm not very good at this letting go If I say these words just so Will you give my heart a home? Give my heart a home Give my heart a home Give my heart a home Oh, give my heart a home Very nice. That was great. Thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. So, fun fact, you performed <laughs> for Bill Clinton? I did. You're supposed to say uh, William Clinton. Oh. President William Clinton. Right. Yeah, actually, that's one of the part of the, uh, the deal is that you have to sign a document that uh, it should you uh, use his name in any sort of uh, format such as this, that it's important that you say it properly. Seriously? William, yes, President William J. Clinton. President William Did J. Clinton. That right? Is that his middle initial? Wow. I haven't said it in so long. I'll delete later. That's crazy. Another thing, too, you uh, you went and sang for the troops in Afghanistan. That's that's commendable. Thank you. They're not related. Um, and no, they're not. No, they're not related. Nope. Mm, it would seem that way because one's... Uh, sort one of. Usually, usually begets the other. But, well, you would um, think. I, did, I played for the troops in Afghanistan in 2000, Christmas 2009. Nice. Because my song, uh, Wounded Soldier, had uh, floated up the ranks, and then I got invited to sing there. And I actually didn't know how to say no, and I didn't think of saying no, um, but I think I used up all my lives being was, there. Wasn't there it was tough. Some, something interesting about that? You didn't even know you were going there or something? I absolutely knew I was going there. Yeah. Uh, you, you kinda, they can't tell you all the details anyway. Right. Um, but you are shuttled uh, to places that you don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, in a helicopter and you do I mean yes I did 13 shows but you that many the, wow but the shows are about some are an hour long and some are only 20 minutes crazy um, but you want to get out of there you want to get there and it feels amazing it's the best Christmas I've ever had and then somehow shock sets in and you just go oh my god I want to go home now yeah no kidding yeah no kidding. You've toured extensively I mean I was reading and uh, you've been to so many places uh, I mean <laughs> Tell us some of these places and, and any any highlights, like something that really stood out. <laughs> the list has gotten long enough where I feel like I'm uh, kind of looking through cat food for a special morsel right now. Right, yeah. Um, I love, I've loved uh, singing in places like Estonia. Okay. Because um, it wouldn't be on my must-do list or must-holiday-there list, and yet 
now that I've been there, you got to go there. Really? It's just beautiful. No kidding. Um, people are, are grounded and, and joyful. And um, because they're so far north, it's a little bit, little bit like the Yukon. Okay. Um, except that uh, in Estonia, your neighbors are, are Russia and Denmark. So musicians really come from all over and, and with very various backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And, um, it just, it was an absolute thrill to be there. And that's a music festival brought me there. So uh, that was, I mean, there's so many highlights. Um, and if I swing south, uh, I mostly sing in the northern countries, probably because of, um, that's something that I've chosen to do. And, and now it's it's where my fans are. Mm-hmm. Um so no, I haven't uh, played in Spain, but I've, I have played in, on the border of France. Mm-hmm. I play a lot in Germany. Right. Um, Switzerland is spectacular. Um, again, maybe perhaps because it reminds me a little bit of home. <laughs> uh, and Austria, for me, has been uh, probably uh, the most, a country that gives back the most. They love singing along. They love music. Musicians are everywhere you're surrounded it's like a giant nashville in a way i had no idea i mean tuba is like a like you don't play the tuba like there's one in every 10 <laughs> people that seem to play the tuba down right, there right right and because you gotta have a tuba player of right? course and Why of course you? if you're gonna have a tuba player you must know a clarinet player yep. you know another five degrees of separation and a guy with a big bass drum on his chest <laughs> oh yeah no no but that's more north but yes and no <laughs> i want to agree with you yeah and in austria um are they yodeling in the hills they know how to yodel. Yeah. And you feel like yodeling too when you're there. Right. Because it's just, it's pretty. And it's it's mountainous. And yet it's traditional. And yes, um, they wear traditional wear. Not everywhere and not all the time. But yeah, you go to a wedding and there are, lederhosen is normal. Hmm. And you know what? You should try it because it looks hot. Yeah. <laughs> so I hear. So I hear. I've seen pictures. <laughs> Actually, that's funny you bring that up. When I was a kid, I had this uh, this <laughs> this friend, and he, they were Germans, and their parents were pretty much, you know, immigrants from Germany, and their accents were thick. And I remember him actually coming outside, getting into the VW van in Lederhosen, and his sister dressed up in some traditional garb and going to places and, and looking at this and thinking, what the heck are those leather pants? Oh. I had no idea. I'm like eight years old. I'm like, I don't, I'm from East Van. It's like leather pants. I mean, the only leather pants, Jim Morrison wore leather pants, but he didn't wear leather shorts. No, no, exactly. Yeah. No, I don't know. I've never tried the men's costume on, but... Uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. That's so your, your next song is called Saturday Night Show. Right. And is it about a Saturday Night Show, or...? It is about a Saturday Night Show. There you and go. the scene is thick with the good old bar smoke. Yep. Um, you didn't need to add any back then. And the uh, girl on stage is a stripper. Mm-hmm. And much like a musician, in that sometimes you got to play for three people. Yep. Sometimes you got to do your thing, and the further north you go, sometimes there's uh, your audience can definitely get smaller, but more appreciative. It's the truth. Um, and at some point, uh, I needed to make the switch from singing cover tunes, which was a great living, and I sang six nights a week, but I lost my voice, and really lost my voice, and. I need to start singing my own material. And in that time, a friend of mine shared this unfinished song. Uh, to me, it was almost finished, but he was shy about it. And I said, oh, give it to me. I'm ready. And it was just like adding a little bit of spice to chili. And this, <laughs> I felt like the song was ready for me. And it's called Saturday Night Show. 
Awesome. So Let's I, hear I, it. I lay out the scene in the song. The song has been recorded as well. It is on an album mm-hmm. uh, that I recorded in Vancouver at the factory. Right. And with Sheldon. And um, Yeah, Sheldon does that here and there. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I see all this gear and I'm wondering what it's for. I'm, I'm... It does not start the dishwasher. No. It might. Another night begins, the scene unfolds All eyes on the uncensored story being told The bass is pounding, the crowd is shouting The numbers are unfair But there's money in the air Make me money on your Saturday the bar says she'll be a star back in the days when cheap talks seemed to go so far while she's dreaming he's still scheming oh he whispers in her ear he says I want to make it clear make me money on your That was a great. Full band yeah. on my record. Yeah. There was a lot of really cool change-ups in that while I was watching you. It was like a kind of a bridgey thing you did that was a, a kind of a long bridge, and I, I wasn't expecting it, and it kind of caught me off guard, and I just, I loved it. You sound like a songwriter. Well, I do that. But um, <laughs> speaking of songwriting, young lady, this is what we're going to talk about next. So I've been listening to your stuff the last few days, and I find all of it to be extremely melodic. Like, seriously, there's like no droning, there's no nothing. It's just kind of like, um, I don't know, it's kind of like, 
uh, I don't want to say Paul McCartney because you're certainly not Paul McCartney, and none of us can be Paul McCartney. But I uh, yeah, I guess we could try. But uh, <laughs> it's just like everything was just one after the other. I mean, your chord choices were amazing, and the stuff you sang over it, I was just like, wow. Oh, that's nice. Fantastic stuff. Um, so you didn't cancel. What's that? <laughs> you didn't cancel. No, not at all. Not once. No. Hmm. Uh, you know, I, I really liked a lot of the lyrics, but one thing that stood out to me was the titles. Like, the titles you chose were just amazing. So you have so many good titles. I'm reading down the lists of titles, and you know when ah, you, you go through a record, and there, there's like, oh, yeah, that's, somebody else has a song called that. Oh, yeah, that's okay. But all of them were just like, wow, either, is that just a natural thing, or did you think this out? Do you, like, brainstorm this stuff? How does that work out for you? Well, in one way, that's a very interesting question, and two, I haven't been asked that question before, and three. I don't know if I can think of it from your perspective. That's fine. So I'm not searching for the greatest song title, but I would say that nine out of ten of my songs, I start with the title. Uh Uh-huh. And then that floats around in my head, and I collect ideas underneath that title. Um, There are exceptions, and in fact, the last song I was going to choose to sing today is one of those exceptions, funny enough. It didn't start with the title. Right. Um... I watched I watched a film, and I was so moved by the film. It's called uh, uh, The Artist. Yes. And at the end of the film, I just I was moved for a couple of days. I just thought I don't watch a lot of movies, and I thought maybe that's why because I don't you know not drawn from a lot of um, variety. And I was just moved by the film, and I thought I just want to put that two hour film into a three minute song. Like, mm-hmm. And so I I wrote Distant Star, but until thought, what's it like? She's in love with him, but they're kind of far apart, but they want to be together. Mm-hmm. And without ruining the end of the film, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, their love doesn't really come together. Mm-hmm. But the entire film is about how much they love each other. Right. So, I mean, so Distant Star, just, I don't even remember if I was staring up at the sky or, and it turns out that Distant Star is, it, it is a, a term used by astronomers to mean something other, and it's got a much uh, longer definition. Um, but that would be one example where it didn't start with the title. I just wanted to try and explain the body of work. But mm-hmm. usually I come up with the title, um, like Give My Heart a Home, mm-hmm. and then I want to write the text underneath it. Mm-hmm. So I stay on that's topic. That's a great way of writing. That's, that's, that's certainly um, sort of an archetypical kind of way that uh, a lot of people who actually make money in this business will write. They'll, they'll go from titles. You know, they say, oh, come up with a riff, come up with a line, this and that. But if they start with the title, I think they come up with a real, really good story because, I mean, it's already kind of like laid out there for you. It's kind of like... Yeah, I'm stuck to the mood. Yeah. For me, I'm just like, yeah. stuck to it. Like, it's Smart. coffee and you can either add milk or cream or soy milk and mm-hmm. still coffee. Still yeah. got caffeine in it. You still have a bitter taste in your mouth kind of thing. But speaking of Distant yeah. Star, I do believe that's your next song. It is. Yes, it is. I wish I'd written a song about the moon. It's a super full moon tonight. Well, you can. (laughs) Is that what's going on with me? (laughs) I was noticing that last night, too. (laughs) No, Melly's going to sing it a little lower today. Ah, the privilege of the capo. Yay. I'd like to be yours. I'd like you to say she's mine, all mine Par for the course I've fallen in love this time 
Folk rock, seriously? I'm not uh, you, sure. Well, I can folk oh, rock. <laughs> There you go. It, it, you know, it really blows my mind because I'm I've just listened to four different songs and they all make sense together. Yet the first one drew on like I don't know heart wrenching woman ballad country, <laughs> and then you know we moved on to give my heart a home and, and the Saturday night show. And I'm, I'm listening to all these songs and and they all sort of had inflections of different. Genres, but with pieces of and little like you know, like little. It's like a mosaic. You took a little more of that one, a little yeah, less of that one. They're all born a few years apart. Yeah, well, it could be, it could be, but they all made sense together, and I just think Thanks. that's amazing. Well, absolutely. So I wanted to ask you something. I ask all of uh, the artists that come in um, because you know there's younger people that listen to this show, and um, what would you tell them? What would be advice for the youngers? Those uh, who are musicians. Yes, of course. Okay. Girls or boys? It doesn't matter. Uh, how young? 
I'm talking ones that are just so young that they're maybe in their teens, they're just learning, um, you know, they're learning their craft, they're learning their instrument, they're not sure what they're doing, they're just having fun. Okay. That's it. It, it's not really anything succinct. It's just more along the lines of um, if you were sitting down with a couple of kids on the floor here, what would you tell them if they said, Melanie, what should we do to get to where you are? Learn songs you love. Mm-hmm. And find a way to sound like yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's why I asked you about age, because if you're younger... It's just so fun to try and sing along to something that you know, and then in your mind, you're sounding like that person more every day. Because the more you sing the song, the more you are sounding like that artist. Exactly. And I think I would have saved some time if someone would have given that direction, and I would have understood it. (laughs) So (laughs) there's two elements to that, Um, and I was willing to follow it, because all the artists in the end that that I love so much... um, there's diversity and they they own it they just i don't care what songs they sing i just want them to sound like they do and perhaps that's a complex instruction um i don't think so i think it's it's okay to sound a little bit like michael jackson it's okay to sound a little bit like john mayer um but being uh really losing the fear of just sounding like you do because you know bob dylan just sounds like he does he does and and that's easy enough to say once we get to recognize the voice. But had he tried to sound like someone else, we probably would never have heard of him today. Or And not done well. <laughs> probably. I don't think so. I think right. he, if, if, if he tried to sound like somebody else, if he, did, he wasn't so original or, well, I mean, apparently he, you know, borrowed heavily from, but who didn't? We all borrow. Exactly. And, you know, when I hear people say, like, oh, wow, oh, Led Zeppelin, they were just a blues band that just stole from here. It's like, shut the heck up. Those guys sold a million records, and I love them. They just found, they still found a way to make a, like, typewriter sound, or that was Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah, sound that, was, that cool. was Pink Floyd, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, there's not a wrong way to do music, um, and there aren't shortcuts. But if you can find your sound and be like, wow, this is what I sound like. Maybe I, ha- maybe I can only sing three notes, then sing them with all your might. Exactly. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's great advice. Yeah. I wish somebody gave me advice when I was <laughs> young. But So uh, what's, what's coming up for the, for the new year? What's going on? <laughs> okay. Uh, new Year's Eve, I'm usually singing my heart out so that I take about 10 days off after that. There you go. Which is yeah. exactly what's just happened. Yeah. Um, I'm making a new record this year. Awesome. Uh, it doesn't have a deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not releasing any news about it because I'm still formulating all of the ideas myself. Right. Um, it'll be a rainbow of colors and made with people that I really like and respect. Awesome. And I imagine that just like you just described, you know, it'll still sound like Melanie Decker and Melanie mm-hmm. Decker playing her guitar. And, mm-hmm. and I'll draw from influences that are perhaps a little less uh, typical than one would expect. Okay. Well, the anticipation is killing me. (laughs) Are you willing to wait till September, October, November? What are my choices? You know, I've usually made records where there's a a deadline involved. Right. Of course, financially, eventually there has to be a deadline. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're working with a record label, that matters because everything else is in play after that. Mm -hmm. I tour all the time, so I kind of just want my record to be ready 
for the next tour. There um, you go. And that being said, I also don't want to make it so slow that I don't feel it's moving along. There you are. Um, Lose momentum so in a sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. I think there is a momentum. And, and of course, the people that you work with, if they're great, they're also very busy. So grab them while you can. And there's a little bit of that going on too. Well, there you go. Don't wait for every full moon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still feel that. But you know what? I really want to thank you so much for coming out today. This has been absolutely amazing. I learned a lot about you. I, I just love your songs. I, I just think you do just the greatest job of songwriting. Seriously, you're one of the best that I know. And um, I want to thank Sheldon for um, pointing out your friend Melanie to me. I already knew of you, but I didn't know quite that much about you. <laughs> and it's been an absolute pleasure. And thanks so much. And we hope to see you again. Thank you very much, too. Mm-hmm.